Hey, podcast listeners, thanks for listening to another episode of the HBCU Audio Experience. You're about to listen to a meeting with uh, Kaylin and I. Um, it's just another part of us trying to document us building HBCU grads. So hope you enjoy. Not much, not much. I was actually about to switch uh, into my hoodie. No, we we live. Yeah, I see that. We <laughs> went ahead and went live. What's going on with you, man? Man, same old. Got the Hampton on. Yeah, man. You know, I had to do it one time for the one time. Plus, you know, Hampton, you know, Hampton is what turned me out. Mm-hmm. You know, my sister went to Hampton, man. Man, the girls at Hampton, man, made me said I'm going to an HBCU. You ain't got to tell me twice. I grew up around it. Like, oh Hampton God. was my first HBCU introduction ever. Because mm-hmm. I was um I was born at the Air Force Base down the street from it. So I grew up there for, like, some years. Like, it always kept that bug in my ear. Like, you know what? It wouldn't be a half bad idea, you know? Right. Shouts out to Hampton. You feel me? Shouts out to Hampton. Yeah, Hampton. Hampton started this. You know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about like legacy. Like when it's all said and done. Like, what do you want your legacy to be? I. I want to be the middleman for the person in need. You said the middleman for the person in need? I want to be the middleman for the person in need. Like, eventually. I feel like, you know, right now, we're still, whether you're young or whether, you know, you, you consider yourself old, you know, even though you're not old, you know, we still got a lot of progressing and, you know, evolving to do as people. And then we got our own stuff that we want to pursue in our own lives. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, what brings us together, in my opinion, is that, you know, it's about the type of impact you have on people. You know, like, you get to a certain point, you know, people talk all the time about people getting to a certain point, making millions of dollars, but how are you really using, you know, your power or your assets in order to benefit others. It doesn't even have to be necessarily society. You know, some people are just loyal to their friends. Some people are just loyal to their families or or groups of people that they they interact with, whatever the case may be. But eventually I would like to get to that that point. That's where I want my legacy to, to be at. When he got to that point and finally grew up and, you know, actually got some money and stuff like that like some money money he he used it to recirculate it and what he believed in that makes sense that makes sense yeah you see man you see what we're about to come up on on the instagram what you mean we're at 99.1 yeah i've been paying attention to that yeah like what do you think how do how do we get to a hundred grand? Do you think, from your perspective? 
Like, what are the things that people don't see that behind the scenes of, or what you've observed, just being able to, you know, see, you know, what type of content I put out? Like, what's like the secret sauce if you had to tell somebody? Like, how did you grow from zero to 100K? When you came in, how many, what what were we at? I want to say we were either coming up to 50 or we were just hitting 50. I think we were under 50, though. I think we were under 50. Like 46. Yeah, I think it was around, like, the the early to mid-40s. To be honest with you, like, I I take steps back on what we've been doing and just try to like figure things out. And to me, it all leads back to the core values that, you know, you even introduced me to whenever I came on, you know what I mean? It it comes down to first understanding your audience and understanding, you know, the fact that what you're given, whether it's content or just the idea, just interesting. It's a need. I remember, you know, when we were first conversating, I was asking you interview questions for my final paper, and I asked you what was the idea that that sparked HBCU grad to come up, and you had told me it was birthed out of a out of a need for an authentic platform for HBCU graduates and and the students and supporters. You, you know what I mean? So. From there, you you start to branch out and understand. Okay, I know what I gotta deliver. I know who I'm trying to to cater to, and we all know that HBCU graduates, we're, we're nationwide, worldwide, we're international. Like mm-hmm. in every every major sector that you could possibly think of. So from there, we just stuck to the script of just you know trying to respond to comments or trying to get certain schools to interact with certain posts or trying to keep an eye out for what people are gravitating towards as far as content versus what they're not. I remember um, the last episode that we had, it's crazy that you brought that up. The last episode we had, you said that we should try experimenting with personalized comments whenever we see somebody graduating or you know hitting a certain milestone and I started experimenting with that and we actually have been getting good feedback from it like people it's just those little things to where like okay somebody somebody that considered considers themselves to be um on a higher platform that they built themselves up on you know they took the time to reach out and say like, Hey, you know what? We saw this come across our timeline. Congratulations. Like that's huge. Keep it selling. And the, the, um, the woman that we reached out to, like she was established. She was like, thank you. To be honest with you, these are very encouraging words as I continue my journey. It's little stuff like that, that, goes a long way and when you continuously do that and make it not only your routine but almost a lifestyle anytime we log on to hbcu grad it it speaks volumes and Uh that's that's where i would say the secret sauce per se um 
comes from because it's, it's, it's evident. You know what it is, it's really is consistency. Like speak to the consistency, like people don't be realizing how consistent you gotta be and how much content you gotta put out there. I think a lot of people that are outside they don't realize like not one piece of content is going to make you like, man, this is going to be the one that we're going to go viral. Now nah, you just got to put a ton out every day consistently. And eventually you build that thing brick by brick, yep. you know? And I don't think a lot of people really understand, you know, what goes into that. Like, it's not easy. You know, we've been at it four years, you know? So, yeah. Um, what else am I going to talk to you about? Uh, I numbers. I guess we'll do some numbers. I definitely was going to ask you about the election. I mean, the the debate. The election, election, what you think? The debate. I ain't you know, I ain't watched that. I ain't even watched it. What? No, I ain't watched that shit, man. You know, you know I, one, I forgot about it. Uh, two, it's, um, I know I'm going to hear about it. And three, my mind already made up. You know, so I don't, you know, but you know, I think it's, I think it's entertainment to some people, and I think that's, you know, important. You know, just like I was in a barber shop and they was asking me, uh, "Have I ever seen Harlem Nights?" And I've never even seen Harlem Nights. Like, I don't watch movies at all. You know, so that's just kind of my makeup. Like, I just really don't watch. I'm like, wow, that two hours we could be, we could send about fifty personalized. Twitter messages and, you know, and build our business and take care of our customers instead of, you know, just looking at something that's entertainment at this point. You know, that's what people tune in for because they know Trump gonna say some stupid shit. You know? I had to tune in just because I, I needed to hear what Joe said. What I, he said? I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. I feel like my mind is made up and I feel like Majority of majority of viewers were looking to see was Trump going to say something outrageous or you know act a fool on stage, you know, it's, which is something that we can all expect at this point. But I wanted to I wanted to hear what Joe had to say just because at the end of the day, if we can get this man voted in, I need to make sure that he's ready to get down to business you know, what did he have to say a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the talking points that he was bringing up wasn't necessarily based upon the ideas that he wanted to bring from you know you know starting out with his first years in office if he were to get voted in it was really focusing on trying to take jabs at Trump and his image, which is understandable because it's an election, you know, it's, it's, it's no, it's no one topic or one thing that is held back, but you don't want certain people to be playing into other people's games, especially when it comes to the fate of the country. Right. You know what I mean? Did you uh did you see that we got we Infinity advertised with us Xfinity? Right. It was the uh post earlier today, and 
and um, where you can say something into the Xfinity remote. And then it opens up the HBCU experience with black film and TV destinations on Xfinity on demand. You know, cool little, cool little thing. So they reached out to us. So that's kind of like one of the first corporate that, you know, there's been people reaching out, but this is like the first time we kind of transacted on a corporate level. So they wanted to take over the website. Um, then they're going to advertise all during the fourth quarter, you know, and we're at $98 per post. So, you know, well, we had 99 now, so we charge a dollar for every thousand followers. We have. So we, and we average like five, $600 a month, you know? So, you know, something that's cool. And, uh, that's big. Yeah. But Xfinity advertisements. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I'm about to look at these numbers and see how we did this uh, this last month. Okay. Then we spent. We spent six hundred like thirty dollars on ads. Okay. This past month. And let's see what we did. Does it feel different to be 23, man? Uh, I'm two years away from getting my car insurance, Lord. So, you know, we on the come up for sure. <laughs> we on the come up. <laughs> nah, it was Revenue, just- we did $1,275.86. We did $1, and then if we look at our shipping so 12.75 and if we look at last month we had shipping revenue of 499 and shipping costs of 312 so we made 187 dollars on shipping so we had like well fourteen hundred dollars uh, last month. So spent six hundred like fourteen hundred. So two times the money. So what do we learn from that? We learn three months is a little too long to have a collection out without coming out with new stuff. So we need to be coming out with new merch all the time. So every month, I'm thinking every three weeks next year i want to come out with some new merch so right now now we'll no every three weeks every three weeks that's like three three weeks weeks okay oh okay so So what we got in production right now we got the kamala did i show you the design for the kamala nah nah i've been waiting to see this one i haven't seen i don't have a shirt yet let me go to the kamala Let's go to the Kamala here. See, I don't know if it's coming out properly. Yeah, see, that ain't showing right. So we have, we got the Kamala in store right now. 
And then we have the um, the black and pink for breast cancer awareness. Okay. So black hoodies, black tees with the pink logo. Let's see. Have you listened to any of those podcasts or watched any of the videos? Yeah, I took a look at the one um, with the guy from Meharry. Yeah. Dude, dope. So that's, um, let me see. That's the front. That's okay. the front of the, um, so it's going to be on a blue, a blue, uh, a blue, navy blue shirt with red and white. Whose colors are navy blue, red, and white? I, I see where we're going with this. That's, that's HE right there. Well, <laughs> the other HU. Oh yeah. Oh, that's cold. That's cold. With the hairs on the back. The hair so it's gonna be blue, red, and black, which is the United States colors, which is which is uh uh Howard's colors, and then the uh and then the 20 you know, it's, it's talking about 2020, you know. So at first I was going to do B. Harris, but I'm like, nah, he ain't part of us. I can't give it. Let me put the B on. You know, so we're going to come with that. And then we're going to come, man, I got a dope one that's going to kill him, too. We're going to come with those same Navy joints. And on the front, it's going to be the white box logo. But on the back, it's going to say Prime 21. I see where we're going with that. Photo shoot up. Coach Prime. See if you can put Coach Prime. It's too too long. You want it to be like a you want it to be like a back of a jersey. You don't want it to look like um like a celebrity game. You know, you want it to be the real deal. So you know, so you put that just that prime on there. The twenty one and the twenty one signifies what his number was and when he's gonna start coaching in twenty twenty one. Move. You know, so, you know, so that's what we're gonna do that on the, crazy, for the man. Navy. You heard how much the tickets for now? Um, for Jackson State next year, uh uh-uh, uh, how much tickets starting at a hundred dollars? I think box, box, um, box seats gonna start at 225. That's what's up, that's they about to cash in. I'm liking that. I actually had an idea that I wanted to see if we can do with any of the shirts that we um we ship out. Um, we can definitely start messing around with the logo and printing off stickers to go with the shirts. You know, so anytime you yeah. know, most of our people, you know, they're either already in their professional world or you know they students. But either way, you know, a lot of the especially with quarantine now, a lot of the work that we're doing is on our laptop. I mean, right. we're doing this right now, right up on our laptops and stuff or or just a mobile device. And, you know, somebody can easily have a sticker and put it on the back of their cell phone, laptop, anytime they order a shirt. I think that they would, they would mess with that. Yeah, man. At the beginning of the, at the beginning of next year, we're gonna we're gonna make a couple major changes. We're gonna we're gonna switch to Shopify. Okay. Re- reason being is Shopify has Shopify capital. 
And when Shopify Capital sees the types of numbers you do, they start being able to give you loans. So if you're doing the right numbers, they'll loan you 50 grand. Then they take a little bit out of every transaction that they get back. That's how they make their money back. So you only take three, four dollars, seventeen dollars out, and you pay it back like, like that. And then they have so many apps that you can add to it because you know where we're media, but this e-commerce man, I think we can really you know take off. You know our goal is a million dollars next year, so I think we got to do a platform that's more you know for um, for that's geared towards e-commerce. And then man, I think you know it's time to make everybody you know, a paid employee and be has is gonna be everything gonna be performance based. Like it's based on what you produce, you know, how much you get paid. You know, so let's say you get paid five hundred dollars a week and these are your goals and you reach seventy five percent of those goals, then you get seventy five percent of that five hundred. If you reach the whole goals, you reach 100%. You know, so uh, that's what we're going to do at the beginning of the year. It's going to be, everything's going to be performance-based. And, you know, people are going to start getting paid because, you know, everything been pretty much, you know, everybody's been free. Like, you know, you make a couple of dollars, but, you know, not for real. You know, so um, I think in that up, uh, make us build a business that's throwing off enough cash where we can um, – you know, build some real shit, you know, so that's uh, what we're going to do at the beginning of the year. And um, what do you think about all the content that came out? Like I dropped podcasts like every day last week, yep. like, and then post a bunch of videos. Do you, like, do you see that as, you know, being like something good? Like, I think we damn near need to be doing podcasts every day. For sure. Um, I've been looking at where we've been going with it and, First, I love the fact that we're doing podcasts because it gives us a chance to extend our range of content. Like I remember when we were first talking about podcasts, my idea was, you know, we just drop it in its entirety. You know, we drop mm-hmm. it episode by episode and key to what we were doing at first with Anchor. You know, at Anchor at first, we were... We were clipping it bit by bit, but it was mostly because of us using it for promotional reasons. And so now what we're doing with the podcast and being able to chop it up episode by episode, you know, it it gives us more content. And plus it's really cool because it's, it's so many people that are within reach to just even schedule for an interview, a conversation is, is ridiculous. Like the opportunities for it are endless. You really just one, one good presentable DM away from being able to strike what could really become a great podcast episode. Yeah, I caught the drift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you got the, go. so, go. All right. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah. So, 
Man, anything else you got? Man, I got, I got, a, I got a, we got one more time to catch one more thing. I got to run in like two minutes. What else you got? You good? You good? Um, honestly, honestly, the main thing that I want to start preparing for is I want to, I want to directly bring in another wave of interns starting, starting the end of the semester. I want to at least try and build up a team. I think it's a great idea that next year we start gearing up to have everybody pace because of course that not only will that, you know, will that benefit everybody since we'll be bringing in more money by that time, but, you know, it'll definitely keep everybody motivated to, to, you know, go above and beyond. But, um, Starting now, I definitely want to build back up our um, our intern team, and you know, especially for the for the guys that that need uh, internship credit in order to graduate and stuff like that, because they are going to need that experience. So we can yeah. we take that time out, you know, prepare, you know, extend our range of uh, how we're going to do our interviews and stuff. We can set ourselves up with a good team of interns before before we even begin to start paying people we can already have people in line so yeah i want to try to add on like the key is we need people to work you know we need people motivated because yeah sometimes that stuff you know it'd be cool but then you're managing more than the productivity and we want to have some productivity too so we got to balance we got to balance both yeah oh we not not too big of a team you know just two three two two three you know, like like I started out as an intern, and and I understand. You know, it's yeah. it's it's a lot that that goes into it. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's a matter of a. Do you see the bigger picture of what we're trying to build? And right. b. Are you willing to hold on to that vision and and put the necessary work in? Not everybody is going to see it, but if we can if we can try and get one or two even three people that understand what we're trying to build here they can they can be great assets yeah. of course it'll take time so you know cool yeah man holla at you in a minute man i'm gone all right man you be- hey guys hope you enjoyed the episode if you want to give us any feedback instagram dm is probably the best Instagram DM at HBCU grad, or you can email us HBCU grads at Gmail. Catch you on the next episode.